Wisdom Ways is all about living from the true power of who you are. Marianne Williamson once said, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. If that is true, then how can we let go of those fears and become one with our authentic power? Speaking from personal experience, insights, and stories of awareness, Richard Schultz, spiritual healer and guide, invites you to take a courageous journey with him to finally let go of your deepest fears and embrace inner power beyond measure. Get prepared to travel to the inner spaces that will expand your awareness, freedom, and mastery of life. Hi, and thank you so much for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. I'm your host, Richard Schultz, and this is the sixth show towards claiming your authentic power. In this podcast series, we've been talking about authentic personal power. We started by covering some of the fundamentals like the what, where, why, and how of claiming true power. I've talked about seven steps towards claiming your power, how to align your mind, and how to reprogram your powerful subconscious mind with powerful beliefs to support you rather than sabotage your success. In the last podcast, we talked about emotions and how they are at the center of our power and that the only negative emotions are actually unexpressed emotions. I've also told listeners that the direction that these podcasts are going are towards integrating wholeness. In other terms, wholeness is about loving and embracing all that we are, both what we consider light and what we consider dark. To love and embrace our dark side is a radical concept for most. Religious and spiritual teachers will tell us that this is dangerous and wrong. How can you love that? They would tell us to resist and attack these dark qualities as enemies and evil. My whole being knows that that approach will only create a perpetual enemy existing until the end of time. As long as we treat others as the enemy, that enemy will resist us. Jesus taught, love your enemies. The only true way to peace is using the power of love. Love is the power that will set the world free. Our program today is about the power of love. I could have named this whole podcast series, The Power of Love. Love is at the core of authentic power. Whenever we are not standing in love, we are not coming from the truth of who we are, and we are therefore not truly powerful. We are not just placed on this earth to be more loving. We are placed here to be love in the world and know that we are love. When we are in the wholeness of our being, we are love and we are the embodiment of authentic power. Let me tell you about a story that I experienced in India in 1997. In the first podcast, I've already talked a little bit about the start of that story, about leaving IBM and going on a journey to discover who I was, and then meeting uh, this woman, Susan, who taught me about forgiveness, which I mentioned in the last podcast. With Susan, as I traveled in India and Nepal for a month, I experienced many miracles. Um, There was a synchronicity and flow and 
I was opened up to a whole new world. This confronted my belief systems immensely. It was like something was wrong and it took me to place of shattering my old beliefs so much that I went into a night of terror. Some things happened and I turned my attention on on this new world that Susan was showing me and it frightened me to almost to death. I went into this extreme night of terror. I didn't know what to do. I ended up crying myself to sleep if I even got any sleep that night. I didn't know what to do. The only thing that I could actually do was go into surrender. I didn't know where to turn. I surrendered and started praying to God. And I prayed without condition. I let go. I talked about that on, in another podcast, this idea of surrender without any condition. The next morning I woke and I walked along the Ganges River, still unable to face Susan because for me, she was the enemy. She was the devil incarnate in my mind, my crazy mind. I was insane. And then walking along the Ganges River, somehow something happened. I was like I was transported to a whole nother space and time. It was like I was not in my body and I was home. I was in, I was covered by unconditional love. It was, if I was, if I was looking for God, God was there with me. I was home. I was at the source. I was where I was from. I was back home. That was the feeling. I called this home. I don't know how long I was there. It seemed like forever and it was probably only a few seconds. When I came back, tears were streaming down my face and I was in love. In that moment, being home I knew the truth of who I was and who we all were. We were love. We were all innocent. There was nothing we have done, could do, that would take us out of being able to receive this unconditional love from God. We were innocence itself. I knew that. And this gave me my purpose and mission in life, and it changed everything about me. I went back to Susan with tears in my eyes and met her. And yeah, well, that's another story in terms of what that interaction was. But I was in gratitude for where she had taken me or where this experience had taken me. I had found the answers that I had been seeking when I left IBM. I found my purpose and I found the truth of what I was looking for, at least up until that point. We all have lifetimes to return home. We all return home. We all make it. I was showing that. I knew that. We can live in pain and suffering or we can make a choice. We can return to love. We can return to the essence of who we are. It's not an easy road, but it's a lot easier than staying with the pain and suffering, isn't it? Love is the answer. We are all innocent. All of us. And that 
is the truth. However, our mind and our ego will tell us otherwise. Okay, you're probably thinking, but we have wars, murder, rape, betrayal, abuse, abandonment, suffering, and the list goes on and on. No one is innocent. What about Hitler? If there is love here in this world, it's pretty shallow at best. That's what I believed before I had that experience, that there was evil in the world, and, and even I had this evil parts of me. Based on what we see in this reality, it would be easier to justify that our true nature is far from love, and instead based on fear, separation, and suffering. By looking at the evidence of the world, it is difficult not to agree with that assessment. The problem is, I know personally otherwise now. The human within us may be fear-based and even act out evil deeds, but the human is not our true nature. We are spirit residing in this physical form, and our spirit is based on love, joy, success, beauty, truth, creation, and endless other loving vibrations. Spirit is where our authentic power resides. We are spirit. So why not just bring that spirit, that truth, down into our world? Our negative ego is deathly frightened of us finding out the truth and it will do everything it can to survive. It is anti-life. Life, or live, spelled backward, is evil. The ego has it all backward. If we embrace our true nature and embody the spirit within us, then the world will begin to mirror back a different experience, which is an ever-increasing vibration of love. It only takes a decision to become who we really are at our core and then follow the path to love that unfolds. This, I've come to understand, is the truth. I've got a lot to learn, but that is what I know. It's time to take a short break. After the break... I'm going to give you a a short explanation of innocence. When no one looks innocent in this world, how can they be innocent? How can you and I be innocent when we've done things that are far from innocent, it seems? We're going to start to unravel, unravel the illusion called life. I'm going to review some of the tools and ideas in the previous podcast, which will assist you to restore your love and authentic power. You're busy. Your life is hectic. But if you take just a few minutes every day for yourself, you can improve your relationships, health, success, and self-esteem. All you need to do is join Richard Schultz for his online course, The Refreshing Beliefs Method. You'll learn how to release fears and how to use your whole mind to achieve your goals toward a better life. Join Richard Schultz online today at refreshingbeliefs.com. Get back in charge of your life. That's online at refreshingbeliefs.com. So welcome back to the second half of Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. 
We've been talking about love, unconditional love. We've also been talking about innocence and that everyone is innocent, no matter what they may have acted out. These are radical ideas, and yet they are the teachings of all the great masters throughout time. They have all attempted to guide us to the truth of who we are. They have told us that we live in a world of illusion and that the temple of God has, is already in us and that we only have to awaken to it. I love the word awaken. I find it very revealing when combined with the word illusion. When you're asleep and dreaming, would you say that your dreams are real or are they illusion? If someone was to abuse you in a dream, after you awaken from your dream, would you go to the police and try to have that person thrown in jail? Do you attempt to sue the person or character that's in the dream? Well, you might in a subsequent dream go to the police, but in your awakened state, when you've woken up, do you attempt to go to the police or do you attempt to take revenge on them for entering into your dream? That would be insane, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you know that they are actually innocent of the crime they did in the dream? The truth is that they are innocent, and most people are bright enough not to carry over the dream tragedy into the waking life. What if we were all actually dreaming? What if the subconscious mind has its sleeping dreams and we just awaken to another level of dreaming, another illusion? If you wakened from this waking dream and realized that your mind was just dreaming all the suffering and trauma of life, would you try to punish all the characters in the dream? Would there even be any need to forgive them? Or would you and they be innocent of all crimes with no need of forgiveness? Wouldn't you hold them as innocent if you woke up and realized this was actually an illusion? Shakespeare said, All the world is a stage, and we are mere actors. Could this be true? Are we just actors that have taken on roles within a play and have gotten so much into our roles that we've forgotten that we were just acting? Have we identified with our dream role so much that we don't know how to wake up and realize that the dream is not the actual truth? It is possible to become lucid or awake in our sleeping dreams. It takes some practice and learning how, but people have done it. Perhaps you have too? Have you ever been inside your sleeping dream and known that you're actually dreaming? And because you are awake within that dream, you realize that you have powers to consciously co-create within the dream and you change things. Some people can use their dream world as a sort of holodeck where they can do scenario planning for a situation they're going to go into in the next day in their awake world. For example, um, imagine someone going in into an interview the next day, but they want to test some things. So they go into a dream consciously and play out various interview strategies to see what works and gets them the job. There are even centers where you can go and they will teach you how to consciously go into the same dream with a partner so that you are consciously co-dreaming the same dream. How wild is that? Both being in a dream together, 
knowing you are in a dream together, co-creating, and then waking up. That's been done. That is done. The question then becomes, how do you awaken in this more solid-feeling dream of life so that you can co-create with this illusion in your full power, knowing the truth of who you are? Awakened. If this is actually a dream and not reality, how do you bring the reality of who you are into this illusion, that spirit into this illusion, so that you create and experience love, joy, expansion, bliss, beauty, ecstasy, success, fulfillment, and every other essence of truth, rather than the human pain and suffering that we all experience? How do we awaken from this very persistent dream and solid-like dream that most people experience as a nightmare? What if, when we did awaken from this trance we call life, we had the capacity to consciously influence this waking dream, so much so that what we call miracles in the old dream would be natural in the new awakened one? I've had moments and experiences of being awake to the truth in this life. It's an amazing experience. Some would call the experiences I've had as miraculous. Have you been there? Have you had those experiences? Isn't it incredible when you are in your spirit knowing and everything seems to unfold with synchronicity and flow? The problem if it is a problem, is that I keep falling asleep again. The dream of life is very alluring and it's often difficult to navigate consciously. Our collective mind is in this dreamlike trance and we keep on getting sucked in. It's hard to stay awake. I can talk all I want about this truth of who I am and who you really are. But it's quite another matter to not fall into identifying with the human character again, this character called Richard. Richard gets triggered from time to time and behaves very unenlightened, unawakened. I'm guessing that everyone on this podcast actually does that. When someone does something hurtful, it can be difficult to go to an awakened state of love and see them in their innocence, but it can be done. Sometimes it takes a little inner work or forgiveness to come back to the truth. But you and I can return to love no matter what happened. That's a journey. It's our journey and it's our only true freedom. Imagine that all the actors in your play are actually there to assist you in awakening. What if we looked at that soul that appears to have hurt us as someone who's just showing us where we fall asleep and are unable to stay awake to the truth of love? What if that beautiful soul called your mom, your dad, your partner, or your friend, or your enemy, is so loyal to you that it will never leave you. It will stay with you and continue to trigger you until you come to unconditional love of that quality that they are exposing to you for you. This is what I know. These characters in the dream are just mirrors, souls, telling us, showing us the way home. 
They are guiding us back to our knowing of our innocence and truth. Each carries a message for us of where we are not able to stay awake to unconditional love within ourselves. When we take the messenger seriously and restore unconditional love, no matter what, then the mirror collapses and that experience will disappear. In the process, we release that beautiful soul from constantly holding the mirror for us so that they can also return to the love that they are. Or they can go to another soul and create the mirror for them and holding that loyally until they also wake up. What if we all took responsibility for our own mirrors of illusion and held the flame of innocence and unconditional love? My sense is that if we did this, our dream would transform to peace on earth, or the universe might actually disappear and we will be in our eternal home. So what can we all do to awaken? That's what this podcast is all about, awakening to our true power. It's about coming lucid in this dream called life. In these podcasts, we've been discussing some of those concepts and tools to awakening. We've talked about getting an understanding of our mind so that we can understand this illusion and choose to awaken. We've talked about reprogramming beliefs to support our goals and dreams in life, consciously creating new beliefs versus the beliefs that we created in trance as a child. We talked about engaging our emotions to reshape and vitalize our desired creations versus the ones that are being created by old programs. We've talked about forgiving ourselves and others so that we return to the innocence and truth. And we've talked about embracing and integrating our wholeness. And this will be the essence of much of the future podcasts that we will do because it's really important. This tends to be the most difficult to do and put into practice. Our shadows are a significant key to our power and awakening within this dream of life. So, that's it for our time. In ending, I invite you to make a decision. Do you want to awaken? Are you willing to do what it takes? Are you committed to the power of love? The master that is within you will guide you to your source when you decide and to surrender to it. That is where your authentic power resides. The master is within you. It's within all of us, and it will guide us. If you need any assistance on your journey to authentic power, please feel free to contact me. Email me, ring me up, or make an appointment with me. I have some tools to share with you, some experience along this path, and I will be your biggest fan. You'll find me at www.wisdomways.net. Thank you for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power here on the TLRstation.com, powered by Tenacious Living International 
where it's all about living outside the box. Have a great day, everyone. Are you ready to claim your authentic power? Visit www.wisdomways.net slash power to gain instant access to Richard's free video course on being powerful. And if Richard said something today that truly impacted you and you'd like to talk with him further about it, please connect with him directly at 403-247-8042. Thanks for listening to Wisdom Ways. Have a great day. Talk with you next week.